Hi everyone, thanks for tuning in and welcome to a brand new podcast series called Spill the Tea with THG And in this podcast series, we will be talking about societal issues that are very close to our hearts And we hope that the topics that we have chosen will be very relatable to you as well So do tune in to us on Spotify And catch us on Instagram and Facebook And leave us comments there on topics that you would like us to talk about Or give us feedback on our podcast series I'm XY And I'm Genevieve And today we are very happy to have two guests join us today Jaredin and Abzal <laughs> And today we are going to kick off this first uh, podcast episode By talking about a very um, special topic Which is gaslighting and tiger mums And uh, you know, we all know tiger mums in our Asian parenting culture As someone being very strict, very authoritative in the family And specifically mum lah and I believe that we are all brought up uh, at some point in your life uh, yeah. in that way, <laughs> mm-hmm. since we are all Asians in the room, right? <laughs> I have a tiger mom, and uh, my mom will agree to that if she's listening to this podcast. Uh-huh. Uh, because the way <laughs> the way she she brought us up, and and I, I don't fault her for it because it's it's a lot of uh, what made me who I am today, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and in terms of you know the the kind of expectations I give to myself, um, and and I think there are certain values that I w- will probably take on uh, if I become a parent myself um, to kind of give that kind of expectations to my kids. You know, there are certain things that you need to meet. There are certain ways to do it so that you know you are um, you will achieve certain results. Yeah. yeah. But but how about how about you guys? Do y'all have any um, uh, fo- uh, not fond memories? I guess <laughs> if it's fond, it's perfect. But uh, any you know uh, memories about about bring your childhood that, that if it's this kind of parenting style. Yeah, ladies first. Ladies yes. first. <laughs> yeah. I grew up in a very typical Chinese household that the older siblings will take care of the younger ones. So um, I'm the youngest in the family, so I was kind of brought up by my sisters. Okay. So I don't have tiger moms. Um, I have, t- to a certain extent, tiger sisters. <laughs> Okay. okay. No. You, you, are, you are the youngest. I'm the youngest. Right? I'm the youngest. So, uh, because I've, uh, it's a very under the carpet tiger, tigerish, you know, because okay. I have a very overachiever as a sister. Okay. Because she does so well, and the expectations fall on me. Right. You're being compared to, to her. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, comparison is another. Asia speciality. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. It, it's the it's, it's the comparison between you and neighbors' kids, you and your cousins, you and your siblings. Right. You know, a little bit of rivalry, competitiveness is good, but mm. you know, sometimes it gets overboard. And yeah, I do remember having that uh, from my mom. You know, you always compare with our neighbors' kids or my cousins, and and um, I among that that age group of my cousins, I am the only guy. The rest mm. are the rest are girls, and there are pros and cons to it, but. Um, I don't know. You know, maybe <coughs> girls do generally do better <laughs> academically. She coughing because you agree or you don't agree. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. Yeah. Girls, girls to me generally do academically better, uh, especially when you know, um, um, when, when at least for me, like, and, and when when I was uh, younger, and that's why I'm, I'm always compared to them. Like you know, I don't score as well in like spelling or or last time we have uh, um, in Chinese it's called uh, the, the, Yeah, yeah. Um, some write practice practicing to, uh, writing practice lah. I I don't write very well. Not as pretty as as as, as ladies. Uh. So <laughs> I was always being compared with that. As a guy, I want to do everything right. And if you don't get to do it, I get hurt. <laughs> yeah, but there there are also certain things that I can do and they can't. Like, uh, like most of the 
heavy lifting stuff. La. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The gaslighting part really comes in when it actually hurts hurts me as a young child. Uh, uh, but I, uh, you know, a, a young, when, when I was a lot younger, I just like brush it off and just don't care about it. And mm. Let's move on. Yeah. That's very good. That's very good. Because like, I know when I was younger, I like to suppress my emotions a lot. You know, mm. I think a lot of us do that. Especially yeah. when your mom says something hurtful, then you just like keep it in. You're just like, you know, I like just you know you kind of lose a bit of trust with your parents mm. especially when they score you in public or like in front of your friends or anything or like compare you like excessively then you just feel like you know what, i don't want to tell you my feelings so you just like hide it and like that's very dangerous because like communication really is key right yeah. right i guess a lot of it is not that we hide our feelings it's more on cultural wise we were taught not to show yeah so a lot of times uh, we were taught not to show by um, people or family commenting, why are you so dramatic? Mm. Yeah. You know, why are you um, making something out of nothing? You know, this is nothing, it's a small issue. Yeah. But be it big or small, it differs from people to people. You might think it's small, but to me, it's, it's huge. Yes. You know, so that's the thing. As a kid, some certain things are like, like super big to you. Yeah. Yeah, maybe your parents to your parents is just some, something so that that in that case it, it's yeah. it's 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 similar la, to what, what you said yeah it's, it's very normal to think that like um kids don't know anything also or like it's very normal for like parents to be like just say something like while they're angry and then just expect the child to like forget it later you mm, know mm. it's like like well why are you so stupid it's just like a momentary thing yeah. but then like even like the children might keep that in their hearts for like, a very long time and might not even be able to brush it off even like when they're in their late 20s or something mm. yeah yeah i'm one of those that cannot brush it off like. right. <laughs> so i can remember things like you said to me 20 years ago oh. <laughs> and i'm and i'm still um, affected as much as they might do it unknowingly they might guess like you unknowingly mm. there are certain uh, certain damage they, they really caused yeah. some of us grow out of it good for you some of us don't and then what's the consequence of that mm. if we don't yeah. and how long is, is that going to affect you yeah. Um, growing up, how many years? Like, like you said, even now you're still even now, even now kind of affected yeah. by it. I, I guess unknowing is one thing, but the like with good intentions, like good intentions, mm. is also another thing. Like now that I'm thinking about it, right? One way my parents kind of guessed like that me was when I was about fourteen or fifteen. Like I think my dad or my mom I can't remember who was telling me like, oh, this group of friends, you should you shouldn't go to, go out with them anymore because I don't think they're good enough for you. Or you shouldn't be with these kind of people. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, exactly what you, what you said, XY. Um, these things are so important to me. Like, this is my group of friends. We stuck through each other for like eight years. And then suddenly they say like, no, they're not good enough for you. Mm. And suddenly, psh, my whole world disappears. As a child, I think that's so important. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And also like, to add on to what Genevieve said just now, it's, it's a lot of, um, because I'm older, I know, I know better than you. That's yes. why yes. you should follow yeah. um, on this. And I think, Explaining uh, the actions is quite important, uh, and something that you know younger younger generation parents can can also learn from it. It's when you discipline your child in a certain way, it helps to explain and, and tell them why you're, why they are being disciplined, yeah. and that's something that for me I didn't quite get when I was uh, uh, when I was a lot younger. Yeah. And my parents is like, yeah, like like what I was saying, like you just do it. Like I don't want yeah. you to hang around with this group of friends. And when you ask why, it's, it's, maybe it's hard for them to explain as well. Mm. But as a child, you'll be like, but they're my friends. Yeah. Right. And I hang out. With, I, I see them in school. And, and you're telling me that I can't hang out yeah. with them. It makes yeah. me 
the odd one out in school yeah. now. And, mm. and when I tell them, sorry, my, 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 my dad told me I cannot hang out with you. Then they were like, huh, why? What have I done wrong? You know, yeah. so yeah, yeah. This, trickle, this trickles down la, to, to your friendships as, as well. But yeah, I guess explaining to, to your kid, uh, it's something that is quite important. Uh, why they're being disciplined for and why they cannot do certain things. Uh, I agree. Yeah. Instead of just saying things like, uh, I know better than you. You know, I've been through more or I've been through what you have really been through. So this, you know, I, w- I will give you the best advice. But yep. um, once again, as what Jen said, that uh, communication is key. Mm. And, you know, yes, you might know better. You might know better based on your situation. But now it's my situation. I might have a different point of view. Our circumstances may be a little bit different. And that changes how we want to deal with it, how we choose to want to deal with it. It's different times. It's different times. Yeah. Yes, it's different times and it changes. Yeah. yeah, And it's also the level of maturity uh, you're at at that, at that phase of life. Yeah. Uh, like, so, you know, certain, th- certain reasoning might work like um, uh, when you're a lot older. Yeah. But, you know, if you're, if you're like primary school, like lower mm. primary especially, um, you don't really understand. And I guess parents also... Um, there are certain parameters that parent, as a parent, you need to give, so that um, I just tell you this, you just follow it because it's good for for you growing up. Mm. But if you use the same method to um, uh, to parent uh, your child when he's or she is in the teens, it might be different. Yeah. Yeah. Because they will be they will be expecting an ans- a reason behind it, yeah. like why. Especially you know now, kids are getting smarter. With <laughs> yeah. and, all that, right? and and that yeah. kind of I feel goes down to even a younger generation. Like even I would say upper primary now, mm. kids, they, they need to reason with you. Lah. Like, mm. why can't I do that? Why can't I use my iPad? Why can't I bring my iPad to school? It's the why. It's the why, yeah. And, and how much of it, it's gaslighting, it really is then determined by um, um, the words that you choose. Lah. Yeah. And your choice of words. Yeah, your choice yeah. of words and knowing that, you know, whatever you're going to say, Will have certain consequence, yeah. yes. and yeah. and um, you just as a parent need to be aware of that, that whether or not this consequence you are willing to, you, it's 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 the best for your kid or not. Yeah, yeah. Agree. And another thing about gaslighting, right? It's not just about like what they say to their child. It's really about listening to their child's opinion mm. and what their child has to say and accepting the child's emotions. Cause like a lot of times, I don't know if you have heard it, like like your parents tell you, oh, you're not stressed. I'm stressed. You don't understand what it is. Mm. Or like, uh, you're not tired. I am tired. You know, you don't understand what I'm talking about. Or when they're talking, they're like, oh, the adults are talking. You don't, like, you don't listen in because you don't understand it. You're not old enough to understand Mm. it. It's just like, it's a bit hurtful to a child sometimes. Like, what do you mean that I don't know this? Like, I I can try to understand. And most of the time, they can understand. It's really about handling them and like just showing them that, you know, you are open to speak. You have yeah. opinions, and not just like saying like how like parents, my moms might tell the boys like, oh, you cannot cry, only girls can cry. Yeah, mm. oh, it's, this is oh, a very typical, typical uh, thing. Yeah, you know, like about yeah. girls and boys. Uh, boys cannot have tears, is it? Yeah, and like, <laughs> <laughs> and like boys cannot like fear things, or boys must be manly all the time, mm. or that kind of thinking, and like it really suppresses the like the boys' emotions, and like. It's, it's not very healthy like, on the child. Yeah. Agree? Yeah, and I, I think a, a lot of it, it's, it's, it, it will become a very memorable moment in, in the kid's life. Like, and what kind of education uh, you want to uh, give your kids as well? Like, for example, when you say boys, uh, boys cannot cry, right? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And in Chinese, they have a saying that you, you, know, you, you should 
bleed and you shouldn't cry. Like in Chinese, it's 流血不流泪. You can bleed, but you cannot cry. Yeah. You know? wow. So yeah, you can shed blood, but you cannot shed tears. And, and that's, that's something that it's quite um, uh, important as well because there are, a lot of certain, there, there, there are a lot of responsibilities that fall on men to protect the family, to protect you know, people around you. And, and that's why you know, crying, it's, it's a form of, of um, um, showing weakness and all that. But then on the other side, it's, it's, is it true that if I cry, I'm showing weakness? You I know, think it's the idea of it is, yes, you can cry, but how are we going to create a safe environment so mm. that they can cry? Yes. yes, that's true. If I'm being told that at home, means you're taking away that one safe environment I have to feel this. Does that mean that I cannot cry at home? When home is supposed to be that safe space. So even if in that, if, if in that safe space I'm being gaslighted to say that I cannot be this way because I have to be a certain way, then what that leaves me? Yes. Nothing. Yeah. I have no safe space. Yeah, and the children will try and seek solace in something else. And then the parents will be like, why are you not talking to us? Why are you not doing yeah. this? Agree. Yeah, yeah then they'll grasp even tighter, you know? Yeah. Like, honestly, like, my parents are like that. And then, like, sorry, mom and dad, but like, <laughs> <laughs> but like, I never got my own key until last week. Mm. And oh, I'm 20 congrats. years old. My sister is the one that throughout my secondary school life she's she's the one that expects me to go home right after school and once I reach home I have to call her with my house phone mm. just to tell her I'm at home. Whoa. I'm not saying that's bad. I'm just saying that wasn't right for me. Okay. That's not bad. That might work for some people, you know, with certain system structure and stuff like that. But um that was bad for me because you didn't tell me why. Mm. Why should I do that? Yeah. I mean, during our secondary school years are the years that we question all authorities. Yes, yeah. Authorities <laughs> are bad, you know, that, that kind of thing. So the idea that she always gives is, is because I'm your sister. Mm-hmm. So, so what? <laughs> Yet, because I was brought up in a very traditional Chinese environment, I didn't voice all this out. I have all this unfairness that I feel, grievances and stuff, but I didn't have a safe outlet to voice them up. So home became a not safe environment to be yeah. me. You know, a lot of times our, our, our family will say, so also you'll rather choose your friends. Uh. You know, I think we, we all got that one yeah. way or another. So, yeah. But why do we do that? Is it because we don't feel pressurized to be somebody we are not? We don't feel guilt tripped to be somebody to do something because, oh, because that is failure. You have to do that. Is their gaslighting and their tiger mom ways the reason why we are drifting away from them mm. during this formation? Yes. That's a very good point. So I think today, this day and age, um, there are a lot of things that younger parents are also facing. Um, as much as they know, you know, I, I, I should be choosing my words wisely. Um, I want the best for my kids. A lot of it is still, you know, living in this Asian culture. There are certain expectations um, that um, as an Asian kid, you are being asked to uphold. Certain values, uh, certain ways of, of doing things, certain traditions that you need to mm-hmm. uphold. And I think that is uh, uh, honestly uh, uh, one of the um, real issues that young, young parents are facing. How much of traditions and values should I be 
imparting to my kids. I, I'm not a parent yet, and I don't think any one of us in this room, uh, we are parents yet. But I think these are um, uh, genuine issues, you know, yeah. like I, because especially our generation of kids, um, our parents and two kids, they, they are at, at their formative years, yeah. right? Yeah. And, and it's very important to put them in the right space, right mindset, right framework, so that they can grow um, well. And yeah, so what maybe what advice would you all think it, uh, you all need if, if you all one day will be parents? Wow, uh, I think for me, uh, I think I think because right now there's so many different kinds of parenting. I'm just trying to think of which one would suit best, which one's not working, which one's working. Like there's the there's the there's the typical helicopter parent mm. who is like just like. Like everything also will take care for the child. Right, just a helicopter hovering yeah. around. <laughs> okay. And then there's this. I don't know whether you heard it. Uh, the snow snow plow parent about it. Have you heard about it? Nope. So they are the ones that any obstacle that the child goes through, right? They just like bang. Oh, yeah. I cleared it for you, daughter. Oh. You can go on now. Yeah. That kind of thing. Okay. So so that's the like. There's a lot of ways that there's a lot of uh, what's that called categories of parenting now. Yeah. Uh, my my belief is that there's no one right way. Yeah. It's yeah. Just yeah. Different, different ways to do parenting. I think it's a balance of everything. Mm. Um, I, I mean, the, the, the weird part of me is things like, because I think it's okay. It's not great, but it's okay. I think the, the question is whether, um, yeah, when is enough enough and when is too much too much? Mm. I, I think that's where... Drawing the, the line. It's, yeah, yeah, drawing the line comes in. Yeah. For me, mm. it's... Um, you got to communicate with your kid. Yeah. Mm. You know, it's... We... I think when we were kids, we failed to see that our parents are humans. Yeah. We failed to see that our parents are not perfect. To us, they are like, oh, this authoritative figure, you know, they, they mm. must know best and they are the greatest, right? But yeah. um, I feel the one big thing that parents should communicate with their kids is this. We are still learning how to be parents. Yeah. So you can point out to us if you feel... You know, certain words we use are very hurtful. Mm. Is to allow your kids to have this safe space to tell you things. Mm. You know, and not to put them down when they choose to open. Mm. Be very open to what they have to say. Yes. I think a lot of it boils down to ego sometimes. Are you able to put your ego aside and listen to your kids? Yeah. Be cautious and conscious about what they are saying and about what you are saying about how you are reacting about your choice of words. I mean, nobody once said that parenthood is easy. Yes. Yeah. So if you have picked this road, then there are things you need to learn. There are things you need to pick up. There are things you need to change about yourself, even as parents. Mm. You know, parents are not perfect. You know, the, the cool part, and I only learned this as I, as I started growing older and more mature is, my parents might not be the perfect parents, but they are learning how to be parents. Mm, they are yeah. all learning. And they, most of them only had like one example, which is their parents. So if their yeah. parents taught them this, they will do this. Mm. You know? So I feel that the parents now, at least what they can do is to gain experiences from other people. You know, might not work for your child, yes, but see how they open up a safe space for the child to talk. Mm. And then formulate it for, to your own approach. To your yeah. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. That's why, um, if need be, even uh, go seek professional help. Yeah. Talk to a child psych psychologist. You know, bring them to a session. 
a few sessions, let the child psychologist understand them and maybe formulate a way, a good way that you can communicate with them. Mm. I think there's, there's no harm in seeking professional help even. Yeah, and, and to add on to that also, um, I, I totally agree with that pro- providing that safe space and it's progressive as well. Like, you know, um, um, there are certain, you don't provide a safe space for your kid when, when they don't understand what safe space yes. is uh, yeah. at a very young age. But it's also growing with them uh, mm. since young, understanding um, which phase of life they are at mm. and based on that, based on your sensing of their maturity, start creating that space so that by that time, you know, you, 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 it's ready for them to step into that, to tell, your, to tell your kid that, hey, you know, if there's any problems, now you understand there are certain things that needs to be done a certain way, you know, keep that communication open. You can always talk to mom and dad about, about any issue under the sun because at the end of the day, I'm your mom and dad. I'm, I'm the only yeah. one that's going to be here to help you throughout this life journey um, better than anyone else. Like um, what Geraldine said as well, opening up the fact that um, parents are humans as well. We are not perfect creatures, right? And that if there's anything, there's any feedback that, that as a mom and dad, it's I'm not doing right or I've hurt you or I have not, um, I've said things a certain way, you know, um, tell me about it as well. And then, yeah. and then we, we will change accordingly. So okay. just being, being, being open to that, accepting that everyone... Um, we are all humans, we make mistakes and we are just learning from one another. Uh, yes, of course, no doubt, I have more experience than you because I do, la, that's the fact, right? Yeah. <laughs> but um, I, I'm just sharing the experience. There are certain things that I don't know at, at, at your level of understanding as well. So, yeah. you know, just help each other out. Um, that, will be, that will be the way to go forward. La. And I think to minimize this whole gaslighting thing, it's, it's having, not having that psychological barrier between on the kid and, and yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I guess it's kind of weird that it's more common to see parents get feedback from other parents than the one they're actually parenting yeah right it's kind of weird yeah very good point yeah. Honestly, I used to be jealous when I saw like my friends be like, "Oh, my mom's my best friend." Right, yeah. I'm just like, oh "How okay. does that work?" <laughs> yeah, it's and honestly, I wish like adding on to their point, they would normalize apologizing to our child, especially like yes. when we're doing something wrong. That really clears up the barrier, especially like the ego, especially. Mm. Well, that's a very very big barrier, and yeah, and also about the child, child psychologist, I feel like a lot of people don't realise that children are capable of having mental illnesses yes. and capable of actually understanding it. So like if, you're, if any parents see that their child is feeling very sad recently or anything, maybe you can like, you know, ask them about their day and really like take their feelings really seriously. I think that will really help a lot. Yeah. And I think uh, just to add, you know, one last point is whenever we reprimand our child, explain to them why and not just that but to also let them know I'm not angry I'm not angry with you yeah. as a person I'm angry about the things that you do yeah, what you yeah. did, and that yeah. matters yeah. Right. so yeah. that they will not build wrong self-worth values about mm. themselves yeah, no, yeah. angry about the matter but not at them right because yeah. they are still learning too so you can be angry at them spilling the water, for example. The spilling the tea. Right? <laughs> but you are not angry at them as a person. They are not useless as a person. Yes. You know, I think this must be communicated well. Because a lot of times while we were growing up, our parents just go us. And that's it. Yeah. And that's it. And we are and we are at fault. Yeah. But what is it that we are at fault about? You know? Yeah, and, and and 
yeah, to wrap things up also, it's it's about reconciling the that relationship. You know, if if we are disciplining that a person, um, the relationship is definitely not ideal. Yeah. You hurt it some way because no one likes to be disciplined. Um, but then based on facts, right? Why explain to them and then have that objective to reconcile that relationship because at the end of the day, it's the it's the intentions. I've not I'm not coming from an ill intention. You know, I really want the best because you are my son or daughter, yeah. right? So to wrap things up on this topic on gaslighting and tiger moms, I think um, regardless of the intentions, we know that the trauma is done, right? But as younger parents, we want to um, keep communications open, you know, and to be able to explain things to your kids and, and communication means both ways. Yeah. Regardless of um, whatever trauma is done, my intentions is that I want you to be better than yesterday. Yeah. I want you to be, um, um, you know, you're growing up and I'm your parent. I want you to be a better uh, daughter or son. son. Yeah. So those listening to us, thanks for tuning in. Uh, this is Spill the Tea with THG. So do remember to tune in to us on Spotify and also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And if you have any comments on today's episode, uh, do leave us on the comment sections below or give us any feedback on how we can improve this podcast series for you. Well, until then, talk to you soon. Thank you.